0: And welcome back to the Marvel Movie Minute, a daily podcast in which we dig in deep to analyze the films of the Marvel Cinematic Universe one minute at a time. I'm Andy Nelson from TheNextReal.com, and uh, we are way at the beginning of the MCU, looking at Jon Favreau's 2008 film, Iron Man, back where it all began. And closing out the week with me, I've got Kyle Olson again, back from Legible Scrawl. Hey again.
1: Hey, glad to be here. And I don't want to go come on you don't need pete you've got me don't make me leave we just... <laughs> well this will
0: be a great uh, rivalry that we're oh, starting yeah. here i think well i mean the rivalry
1: really started when he said how much he liked cowboys versus aliens oh yes that was that is a line in the sand <laughs> i still i you know at some point i'm gonna i'm gonna
0: have to watch that
1: you No, know, i think what it came down to is you could not have us on the show together this is why you had to keep us separated <laughs>
0: Oh, you should hear us uh, battle on our other show, uh, where we talked about 2001, and uh, oh. he revealed how much he hated that movie.
1: Interesting. I see now. I like him more. That, oh no! Oh no!
0: Oh dear! <laughs> this is this is not going in my favor. All this sudden. is why
1: I waited to tell you until our, our last uh, episode together. This is until why, minute 65. This is why you're firing me you're right. after this episode. <laughs> after this minute, you're <laughs> out of there. One more minute,
0: and you're out. <laughs> Well, we are of course talking about Iron Man a minute sixty five on today's show. The minute starts with Tony trying to break the ice and it ends with Tony huh? and it ends with Tony walking toward a mysterious package. I'm sorry. That was such a great line. I couldn't I went though. So good. Yeah, I, I I try my best with my
1: my cleverness.
0: Yeah, we uh, oh, we, my. we yes. start out
1: in peril. This is
0: a great, uh, a great minute and just watching him plummet. uh, It's it works so well at this, uh, especially the first uh, shot of this minute, which is a continuation of the last shot. Mm -hmm. But as this little tiny metal body with no power anymore and just falling toward the city, he gets lost in the uh, the darkness so quickly. It's it's frightening
1: yeah it really is i mean like it and and there's no score it's just the the wind whistling as he's plumbing down there and like there's no other heroes like at this point <laughs> nobody's gonna fly yeah. up and save him like, there is no war machine there's no there's nobody else there's no vision nobody's gonna come up and, and grab him like he is entirely on his own he could crash into the water and <laughs> never be found so scary yeah i don't like that idea <laughs> i don't mind heights like
0: heights are, I, I'm okay with heights, mm-hmm. but the idea of actually dying from a fall, yeah, I don't like.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it's like it's not the well, it's not the it's not the fall that kills you.
0: Yeah, yeah, right, right. And I guess technically he's not going to land in the water because as we get that POV, oh, true. as he's, he's, over he's the city. Uh, plummeting, yeah. he's like right over the city, so he's going to leave a giant uh, <laughs> a hole in the ground. <laughs> Uh, as we're gonna find out later, he's uh, he is very heavy. Yeah, it's he true. Is a very heavy uh, heavy <laughs> suit. Right. This we're Iron gonna band. find that out in like <laughs> in like
1: forty five seconds. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't take much for him to uh, leave a hole. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So then, as as he's uh, as he's going through, and I guess, and maybe the fall is because of the heat is building up. It thaws the systems, and Jarvis is able to reboot. Uh, well, and I think, I, I guess there's something, you know, he's got
0: that manual release on his hip, which he yeah, kind of I was ask he you grabs about that. and <gasps> yeah, it's a, it's a funky little thing. He like, I, I, I was looking at it and it looks like I couldn't figure out if he pops something off of it or if he's just like scraping ice off of it, but it looks like it's like this smooth little piece on his hip mm-hmm. and, and, and then he, yeah, I, I think he's just clearing ice off of it, but then it flips open. And, or like it it's like a it's like a almost a disc and mm-hmm. it's it's very similar actually to the discs that we see him um there's a deleted scene earlier when he starts machining his parts and we see this machine actually making little metal discs hmm. and and there's a point where he's actually uh fiddling around on his computer and you can see a pile of these discs on the computer next to him or I mean, on the table next to him and uh but it's it's not really much of a point made of them they're just sitting there but it almost looks like it could be like a little disc sort of thing, or it, but it looks like it's like a ring. It's like the edge of the disc, and he grabs it and twists it, and I guess that's enough to manually release the uh, the various flaps on his body, and they open up. and I I don't know if it's just the air rushing through that helps helps or something, but somehow it does give him what he needs to uh, to power back up and and get rid
1: of the ice. Yeah, I called it the magical ice breaky lever. But I'm sure there's probably a better, uh, a better term for it. But yeah, I wondered about that too. Like he twists I don't something. think there could be a better term for it. <laughs> Put it in the HUD. Um, uh, yeah, it seems like the the, the flaps. Yeah, the, and we'll and we'll see them later on uh, um, in, in in the movie too. The, like the, the different flaps too. That somehow it's a manual release of the flaps because eventually we'll we'll see that he has sort of like an air brake system and that kind of what does in this case it's not going to help at all because gravity um but it still seems to break the ice literally yeah yeah and then that that seems to maybe open to the air and maybe that's sort of what helps them with the reboot process yeah maybe i i would love it to have been
0: air brakes like in the old Looney Tunes cartoons (laughs) where he pulls it and (laughs)
1: uh,
0: air brakes as he just stops inches (laughs) from hitting the ground oh the lunacy Uh, now it's it is it's a really cool moment but it's one of those it's it's one of those moments that I think just works well because This, you know, when you're seeing your superhero doing their testing and trying to figure it out, you know, they need to have that moment where all of a sudden things aren't working quite as well as they thought. And Peter Parker's web isn't working and he's plummeting toward the ground. Oh, only at the last minute to actually, you know, make it work. And he swings away. Yeah, And uh, that's, I think, what largely makes this work so nicely. And it's fun to see as he's falling, you get that that POV again Uh (laughs) as his eyes turn on. Yeah. Yeah, the the eyes turn on, and then you just see all the different parts of his HUD kind of come across the screen. You got the the system analysis, the radar, the targeting, all that stuff come through, and uh,
1: away he goes. See, people give too much credit for how good of a hardware designer he is, but you really have to give Tony props for being a great software designer because as someone who works with computers, I can tell you the boot-up time of the Iron Man armor is amazing. <laughs> like, I mean, I thought Chromebooks were fast, but like this, within seconds, <laughs> like a full AI is back up from 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 you know complete power off to running the system. I mean, come on. And just in the nick of time. Yeah, exactly. Just in the nick of time. Yeah, we and we see another great scrape as his belly scrapes against the the pavement uh, as he, able, as he yeah. manages
0: to pull out of the dive. I, I think that he's lucky he was pointing the right direction because if he ignited and in his fall because we saw him falling. I mean, he's oh, yeah. rolling and tumbling yeah. through the air. If he was pointing the wrong way, I mean, he would have just shot like straight down mm-hmm. into the ground. <laughs> So as it is he he barely makes it by without uh damaging anything although he does have this fantastic moment where a driver has to swerve this uh-huh. is some random unknown extra Yeah. Who has, to, <laughs> has to pull away and uh and you know avoid this oncoming uh, man flying at him through the air which is fantastic.
1: Um so in that in that shot like right as he's like hitting the pavement and pulling up did you see the billboard in the background? Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. I do you ever know about that? Now is that and then, did you do research on this or is it just? I, I'm trying to. I did. Oh, yes. Okay. Well, I was like, then then, tell, then inform me because I'm very interested to know if if the golden dragon is a real thing or if it's a, another Easter egg. I don't know
0: if uh if, yeah you're talking about. It's about second seventeen mm-hmm. of this minute. It's right in that shot after he scrapes and and the driver swerves away and you see Iron Man come flying right toward him. You do see this billboard in the back. That uh, it's, it's very difficult to read, and you really have to pause it and find the just the right frame to look at it. But it does look like it says gold. I, I think it's like golden dragon mm-hmm. friend or yeah, something. Yeah, golden like dragon. That. I can't really make, make up the last word, but yeah, it was golden dragon something. I think it's friend, but it's really hard to figure out because it's illogical. Like, why golden dragon friend?
1: Oh, it's, I think it's, I think it might be. Oh, actually, it's casino. It's casino. It's golden dragon casino.
0: Oh, coming soon. Uh, You may be right there. Yeah, you may be right. This is, um, this is Fin Fang Foom. Oh, nice. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yeah, oh, Fin Fing Fang Foom
0: uh is a uh, a Marvel mm-hmm. villain and it's actually a Mokluon uh mm-hmm. alien that looks like a dragon yep. that uh that premiered In Strange Tales number 89 from October 1961. It's an interesting little story about a uh, a young man who's, let's see, his father's Chinese, his mother is American, and she's passed away, and the commies are coming, and he won't fight, but he believes in all these mythical things, and his brother's fighting, and his dad's looking down on him because he's a failure, but... But his method of fighting is to to go wake this sleeping dragon that's under the earth. And he learns that the way to do it is you rub a certain herb on its nose and that will awaken it. And he does that. And then he basically pisses him off by saying, "Ah, but I have the power to to put you back to sleep with this other herb. Uh, and so then Fin Fang Foom chases him around and this this guy like basically runs through the other army and destroys the communist army and then he tricks Fin Fang Foom and rubs the herbs back on his nose and makes him go back to sleep under the ground <laughs> a very strange little uh, initial introduction but then of course there's a lot more Fin Fang Foom ends up uh, actually the collector has him mm-hmm. imprisoned for a while he ends up uh, fighting the Hulk he comes in to uh, be a kind of a villain Uh, for iron man he's like this big massive iron man villain in an issue interestingly where the mandarin is involved and the mandarin and and uh iron man actually have to work together and and as we've talked about on earlier episodes with the 10 rings Mm -hmm. mandarin is uh has these 10 rings that are are makluon and fin fang foom is a makluon this is what i guess they look like and um but they have to uh uh Iron Man and Mandarin have to come together to uh combine forces and and stop uh stop fin Fang foom. but uh it's you know it's a villain
1: mm-hmm. keeps coming
0: back yeah
1: and and uh, he's like Godzilla sized he's tremendous oh gigantic. he's huge yeah. yeah
0: this giant thing yeah
1: yeah another another so uh, great a, Jack Kirby creation
0: well, and it's interesting because this was the uh, Fin Fang Foom that Audi Granoff designed. When, interestingly, it was going to be in the Iron Man Viva Las Vegas a comic book miniseries oh. that John Favreau was actually working on.
1: That's right that never that never came out. No it of those. never
0: came to be. Yeah. yeah, they started it shortly after this movie, and then Favreau just got too busy, yeah. and it never it never ended up happening. But this is a piece of the art from it and you can find nice. that exact uh, image of fin fang foom which looks super cool because it's usually like a green or red or or orange dragon
1: yeah usually usually fin fang foom is just a giant yeah orange dragon wearing wearing shorts a lot a lot of his depictions actually are, are he's usually wearing like purple shorts actually if you he when last time i saw him before the marvel monsters crossover he actually uh encountered next wave Uh, which was Warren Ellis's Marvel series which is completely gonzo bananas and so if you really want to have a good time (laughs) check it out it's really really funny there's there's a character with an unpronounceable name because it's it's too filthy for a Marvel comic so it's always censored that's interesting that's hilarious yeah and they have to fight Finn Fu when they make a big deal out of his giant purple pants so it's very funny (laughs)
0: Uh, it's, it's really kind of a cool character. And I, I, just after seeing Adi Granoff's, uh, art for it, mm. I really want to kind of look at it more because it is a beautiful depiction of Fin Fang Foom.
1: Yeah. Well, that's really cool. And what a cool Easter egg to throw in
0: there. It is really cool. And it, it goes by so fast. Yeah. I mean, it's it like, I didn't even know it was there because if you're just watching this, I mean, you're watching him flying at this car. The last thing that you're paying attention to is this billboard that, <laughs> you, I mean, half of it's cut off anyway. You really don't even
1: get to see the full billboard. It's yeah, uh, it, true. it's you amazing
0: know. how people uh, pinpoint these sorts of things, but it's super cool.
1: But yeah, it's like, but you know, that like the, of the. Of the five frames that that animator had to, to put him into, they're like, you know it would be really cool? <laughs> right. <laughs> and then we and then we cut right to Tony screaming in terror.
0: Well, and I couldn't, uh, however, find any information about that extra who does kind of scream oh, in terror yeah. <laughs> and swerve out of the way. It's really funny because I, I can only imagine what it's like. Uh, you know, it made me wonder. Uh, like, I wonder if Tony is like Bruce Wayne, where if he, um, as... His alter ego, if Mm -hmm. he ends up causing accidents, does he later come in and and as the rich billionaire in town say, you know what, this was an awful tragedy. Let me pay for all the damage. Like, I wonder if he actually does that. Or if he even thinks about the fact that, you know, he probably just caused these accidents on Wilshire Boulevard that night. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I, would, I would say i would uh i would put that on tony i think that's something he would do yeah. you know, to like you know I, pull up the stuff and like you know suddenly uh other insurance claim is paid within the first day and they can't ever figure out why
0: right i'd love that although i mean he's going to be announcing himself uh soon enough True. so maybe this guy will
1: say that's who it was uh, that's hi. why he called his insurance company <laughs> it was iron man iron man did it <laughs> if that scene just went on a couple minutes longer <laughs> you're the guy that wrecked my car yeah
0: <laughs> Oh, I'd love that. Or there's, the, or
1: even the the family whose SUV he catches, <laughs> right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> At least he's helping, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. He's, he's being helpful. But yeah, then yeah, we get to him screaming in terror as he uh, <laughs> pulls out of this this dive of death <laughs> and the flight home, where you know his heart is just pounding. <laughs> well, this is an interesting
0: <laughs> shot of the of him in, in the HUD, mm-hmm. where it's almost like. Uh, Like the angle of his face is almost like we're looking at him like lying on his belly, almost like the shot where he's flying parallel to the road. Mm -hmm. But it's like he's he's and he's got his head up and he's looking kind of off to the side of the screen. I feel like it's the only time where I feel like he's kind of at that angle. Normally, when we're looking at him, I feel like we're just straight up on his face. Right.
1: Yeah. Dead center, you know, looking right nose
0: to nose. But it is nice. It's it's a great moment to kind of see that victory as he's pulled out of it and he gets back up over the sky in the delta pose and yeah. flies back over the ocean. It's that great shot where he comes over us, uh, you know, and we're just feet above the ocean as he yeah. flies back to his house. <laughs> It's super cool. This is the one moment where I feel like the CG doesn't hold up very well when yeah. he's coming in over his house.
1: You're wondering if like this this was sort of uh, towards the end of their schedule where they're just like, you've got to get the shots out the door.
0: Yeah, right. You're running out of time.
1: Yeah, there's I even, mean, you know, it, it happens. It happens at every big movie. I mean, I think it, even in uh, episode one, Phantom Menace, there's an unfinished shot. Like every time I watch it, which is not often, I'll, I'll say, but there's a shot of uh, one of the uh, droid carriers coming over a hill, and it looks like straight out of a video game. Like it is, it is completely like <laughs> ah. <laughs> close enough. Save, quit. I'm yeah. going for the day. Right. And it happens. Yeah, you that's know, like every everything has to be uh, done in a certain amount of time. You don't get to be perfect. You get to be uh, done by the by the time your boss tells you you're done.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a business. You got to mm-hmm. remember that. That's right. And everybody got to get
1: deadlines. It's, uh,
0: it, but you know, it's, it's frustrating. And it's also, I can only imagine it's difficult, um, animating something like this in the dark where it's like, yes. you know, it, you got to keep the lighting to look right. Granted, they've done a great job of it up until this particular point. It's just once we, once we get to this point where he's, he, it's, it's right at about the 30 second mark where mm-hmm. all of a sudden we get that shot of him flying toward his house and he kind of pivots. And brings his legs down, coming in for the landing, and then the yeah. shot is he's coming in over his roof.
1: It's almost it's almost got like mat lines around it. I mean, like it's like it it's really almost, does. <laughs> really, is just like a like it looks like unfinished thing. Like they got that far and went.
0: Eh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, I forgot to mention before mm. we get to this point, there is actually when he's flying. It was that uh, moment where. um uh, right after he uh, he gets up off Wilshire Boulevard and he's back up in the air as he's flying, it had a couple of those moments that felt very uh, Firefly, very Battlestar Galactica, where oh, as shaky he's cam? flying, it's like the camera. Yeah. It's yeah, it's not quite shaky cam, but it's almost like as he's flying, it 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 makes it feel like there's a cameraman out there, like doing a crash zoom in on him as he's flying, and then doing a zoom out. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. I I always like that style. I, I love it. It's great. It's but when, I, I where they're trying to where they're trying to catch the shot, you know, they're trying like you can yeah. see it I mean, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's interesting to see that it's getting integrated here cuz I mean there's been some like little Sam Raimi crash zooms uh-huh. that have been kind of fun to yeah. see. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't even mention that in the earlier minute when we we're talking about him drilling the part on his arm. It's totally like another Sam Raimi crash zoom.
1: Yep. I love that. That's like that, that one of my favorites was is that in uh um when I was in in the uh, film class, or whatever they, 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 that's just to, to show scenes and like, like, and, and sort of break them down for the, our classmates. And the one I chose was from army of darkness where, uh, Ash is building his metal hand because every single one of them are just the same zoom. Over and over again, he just uses <laughs> Sam Raimi just uses like 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 wide, close, wide, close. He does it like ten times in a row, and ending yep. with wide, yeah. close on uh, Bruce Campbell's face, and, and then when he says "groovy," it's like it's it's the it's the dumbest thing, but it is so effective in that thing. It's just like you know, it's basically like just the focus puller going and down and down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yep. You know, speaking of tropes, like we were earlier, it is like a filmmaking trope where you when you're doing one of those montages. Is. And you see that all the time in the weapon loading montage, yes. you know, he cocks the gun uh-huh. and you got the crash zoom in on it. And then you, the, the strapping on the, the, the uh, grenade belt yeah. and all that. Yeah. 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 And I think that, uh, I mean, Favreau was not doing a lot of that, but he did
1: throw in a few little nods here and there, which is yeah. fun to see clearly having fun with yeah. it and and because at this point um spider-man the original spider-man movie uh the 2002 one was is was the big dog like that was yeah. what everybody was sort of chasing
0: yeah and i think that's uh, exactly why he was kind of throwing in that those mm-hmm. little nods to to Raimi, which
1: is fun mm-hmm. absolutely yeah it's nice. I like when directors sort of do, do nods to each other
0: yeah yeah so we have Iron Man coming in over his roof, the roof of his house. I question why he decides to land on the roof instead of the driveway and walk down the the ramp back into the garage. For whatever reason, he says, "You know what? I'm going to land right by this AC unit." And uh and, and doesn't go power... for the
1: superhero pose. Doesn't go for the, the you know cool ask three point landing. Does,
0: right, exactly. He does. He's still in delta pose basically, mm-hmm. and before he even touches the ground. Uh, which, and we saw him do a good landing earlier. I don't know yeah. why he decides to do it this way, but he powers down while, uh, still hovering. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe a foot he's got above a good, the ground. I see. Yeah. At is, least
1: hard to a tell. foot or two. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, it is hard to tell, but uh, you know, a foot or two over the roof and, uh, you know, he he shuts himself down, falls <laughs> and it's all the terrible CG Yeah, falls <laughs> through the roof, uh, uh-huh falls onto his his beautiful beautiful piano yeah. <laughs> destroying his uh, his bluthner and and now we have a a better sense of kind of the layout of at least these parts of the house yeah. the bluthner as we now know is right over his Shelby cobra mm-hmm. because he destroys the piano and it's got a, a just the worst sound of a piano getting destroyed <laughs> that the way that the strings hit and then, of course, the cobra uh, getting crushed, and mm-hmm. all the car alarms going off, mm-hmm. and we get the the final payoff of dummy with the fire extinguisher as he just blasts him, <laughs> and it's so perfect. <laughs> you get that. My my favorite moment really is that last moment of him as he's lying there in the fire extinguishing smoke, and you just see his head kind of roll uh, back like. Ugh.
1: <laughs> I don't know if that was him so or great. the stunt man, but it was like just a perfect physical <laughs> thing of like. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't need any dialogue. I think that's that that whole sequence is great cuz it's it's once again it's it's the punchline to a joke you didn't know that they were telling. You thought that it was over with he was like ah you know. <laughs> but no, this is the this is the real punchline. Yeah. That's such a great
0: gag. <laughs> it really is. It it really is. And uh it just it's just the whole thing plays so nicely and it finishes with that with that last punch and it just gives you that nice uh moment to laugh and a breather uh-huh. as we uh then cut to uh the start of our next scene which uh we only get a tiny piece of but obviously
1: yeah we just get Tony with ice on his head slowly walking towards us and that's that's sort of where the and, and he's out of focus uh-huh. and
0: uh, it's it's an interesting i you know i i laughed to myself when i was looking at this shot cuz gwyneth paltrow of all people is the one who delivers to him this mystery box and all i could think of was 7 as as <laughs> i see this shot with it in focus what's in the and he's box? <laughs> what's in the box what's in the box pepper uh it's so funny uh yeah but it's it's a nice little moment he clearly has had uh fun but uh it's it's like having too much alcohol he's got the ice bag on his head he's kicking things out of the way but clearly his attention is on this mystery box and uh that's it we're not going to get to find out you're, you're going to no, have to I wait until
1: someone else talks about <laughs> it with me Come on, what's in the box <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it, it, I don't know. If, is, I don't know. It is. It is. I mean, obviously, the the the, the final seconds are obviously setting up for the future. So that'll be a, that'll be the next guy's problem. Yeah, after we <laughs> this, I'm out of here. Um, but the it's it's such a great ending because like over these over these five minutes that I've been uh, I've been with you, um, we've seen like the the initial, uh, him testing things out. We've had the uh, first reveal of the armor. We've had the, the thrill of flight. We've had the Icarus moment. We've had the terror as we're falling and then the elation of the, and then a, and a gag, like a, the falling through the roof. You think that's the, the funny thing. And then the final cherry on top of uh, Dummy spraying him with the fire extinguisher. It's like, what a roller coaster it is just over these five minutes. It's, it's everything that's it great really about is. Iron Man just in that microcosm. It works
0: so perfectly. It's it's a beautifully constructed uh, five minute uh, kind of uh, trial run of the Mark II suit. It just works so nicely. You know, there's one thing I forgot to uh, to mention in the script. It's actually scripted where, as he's ascending, mm-hmm. uh, it actually has a nice line. It says a still a steel Icarus reaching for the heavens. <laughs> oh, Look at that. Actually, <laughs> That's great, but um, it's interesting because it says close on Tony's mask, ice crystals forming, but interestingly, that doesn't become the problem because Jarvis then kicks in and says, power 15%, recommend you descend and recharge, sir, but Tony isn't listening. Jarvis, acknowledge Mr. Stark. Tony, intoxicated as the moon beckons, impossibly bright. Tony's display as all indicators begin flashing red. Jarvis, power at 5%, threshold breached. A pop, then everything goes dark. Tony is yanked from his reverie. His display flashes system shutdown. Tony, uh Jarvis? Jarvis? The and then and then he basically uh falls, but it's huh. it's a battery thing. And yeah. and he has to he has to go through this reboot. Uh there's another pop and a surge. Everything kind of comes back up and Jarvis has has uh a temporary power restored and um and uh, and then J- tony says jarvis i think we need to chat about uh, directive 4
1: that's <laughs> calling uh, back to the thing nice yeah oh that's interesting cuz that's 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 him red it's him redlining it essentially like, yeah right it's very, well
0: and actually jarvis does say then may i remind you the suit feeds off the same power source as your life support The right. zero drain of rt will likely kill you Yeah. and then tony just says you're a downer jarvis but i appreciate the heads up <laughs> <laughs> which is which is really funny. It's interesting that um that that is actually brought up because it's not something that um we've had a re- as a reminder for quite a while that mm-hmm. this this power source that is powering Tony um that does need uh, apparently to kind of get uh, reduced at some point um could kill him if it does completely drain.
1: Yeah, and it's that's going to be a very important thing in about 30 episodes from now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, as we like to do, as we draw to the end of our week with people is, uh, you know, the MCU is a very long list of films, um, uh, but it's always fun to kind of try getting people to rank them or at least as many as (laughs) they uh, as they they can. What uh, what would you say is your kind of favorite and kind of, uh, you know, maybe the top five or something?
1: Oh, top five! Wow. Okay, that'll be a lot easier. I say it's hard to to really go top because I mean I've seen all these. It's hard these, to do, it's so hard to do the times. full twenty, but yeah, right. yeah. I mean, obviously, uh, Iron Man as as one that that started it all is obviously deserves a place of honor too. And it's so immensely rewatchable that that's the thing I love about really? all yeah. of the Marvel films is like you can throw them on at any point in any of the movies and you're good to go. Well, except maybe Iron Man two, but. Um, no actually that's not my whipping boy my whipping boy is the dark world so if you really want to hear me get into why i have a problem with the dark world then you can listen to the the road infinity podcast uh, where we really really get into it uh yeah that 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 is the icarus moment for the mcu where they like they learned a lot of lessons in that winter soldier obviously i think is is pound for pound probably the the best movie they put together like in terms of like it's it's There's so many scenes you can just you can pull apart and are 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 beautiful and flaws and you can put them back together and there's so many of those sustained all the way through. But it is also kind of a downer. So I would say it it depends on what mood I'm in. I want to go to like Guardians has this great pop and zing to it, but the one that makes me feel the best, at least at the moment, is uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Like that movie just gives me such a sense of joy, like watching all the way through because it's so well realized. I I took him, you know five times at bat to get spider-man right <laughs> uh, I, I love all the spider-man movies but they all have their issues but like spider-man homecoming so understands peter and also how peter would fit into the a modern world without trying to um modernize everything and try to be like oh peter's on twitter like they don't do any of that kind of stuff like they they have such a good job of making him um likable but also you know, without being tortured and also the fact that he's a kid and not like a 27-year-old guy pretending to be a teenager like it just hits all the right notes and and it, it took obviously five times a bat for them to get the this right and then also you know a dozen marvel movies To sort of get that, and I think that is sort of the crescendo. But yeah, like I said, it's at any point you can put on any Marvel movie, and I'm I'm happy to do it. I've I've watched Captain Marvel. I mean, Captain America so many times. By this point, I have watched Captain Marvel, so future self, high five. Um, (laughs) uh, I've seen Captain America: The First Avenger so many times because I just love Steve Rogers, like the Steve Rogers character all the way through. Um, I don't have as much love for Civil War as other people do. I, I love all the parts in it, but it seems much more of an assemblage of, of things that are happening as opposed to all that. That being said, I think Zemo is one of my favorite bad guys. Uh, but then I would say rounding out, if I think got five, it would have to be Black Panther. Black Panther is just pound for pound, just an amazing movie because they, they, they did something right that Marvel is, chronologically had been doing wrong, which is they were pairing the wrong villains with the heroes for the story they were telling. They, they, mm-hmm. like Here with Iron Man, Iron Monger, that's great. Like the two of them, like especially the father mentor thing, like that is a great great pairing. They lost that somewhere along the way, and they were they were having some mismatches along the way. But then when you when you come back around to it, Killmonger and Black Panther are just perfect as nemesis to each other because Killmonger is right. So much of what he's saying, he just goes a little too far, and, and it's like, and that's why we need to kill everyone. It's like, oh, hold on, <laughs> like <laughs> you had me right until that point, uh, yeah. And so, like, you you could very see, like, he easily could, you know, have his own. You could you could swap that movie and have it like the Killmonger perspective, and it would have been just as interesting of a movie. Like, it's it's they they did such a good job of of, of balancing that out. Um, but and we can and we can now say
0: uh best picture nominee best picture Black nominee
1: Panther. yeah by, by this point it'll, it'll have, it, just will, just have, it right. will have it will have it will have by this by the time you hear this <laughs> they will have lost the oscar <laughs> i, I That's right. say that because it's the academy like the, <laughs> the fact that well, it, michael it, yeah. b jordan was not nominated as best supporting actor for killmonger shows you what they think of comic book movies <laughs> oh, it, it deserves all the awards but anyways, uh, well, we, we can argue about that later. Yeah. I, I I I agree, it's great. I don't know if
0: I'd call it a, a best picture uh, winner, but I still think it's it's pretty a pretty solid film. Yeah, but I think we, I think I'm we both very know impressed it's with what they did. The um, oh no,
1: yeah, no, not at all. Uh, but yeah, that's. But uh, like I like to say I'm, I'm I'm obviously I did a, a whole podcast series talking about all these things, so I'm I'm happy with all the Marvel universes. But those are sort of my my top favorites, the ones I I, I return to on a regular basis. I, I tell you though, right, Infinity right. War almost broke me. I, it almost it almost killed my fandom. Like it was, I was I was so very close. And I know this is the Iron Man minute, and we're moving on. I won't will get into that. Or whatever you can listen to my whole podcast about it if you'd like to. Um, <laughs> uh, but but yeah, it, it very close. But then like, uh, but Ant Man the Wasp sort of brought me back, which is another another amazing movie. I love that movie.
0: Yeah, it, it was a it was good follow up. They did a
1: great follow up to Infinity War. It was pretty smart planning. That was the the, the perfect one because it was, yeah, it was yeah. sweet and it was smart and it was funny. Uh, it had a lot of pop yeah. to it. And and the fact that Wasp actually got some real good screen time. Right. Who knew right. women superheroes could work? Everyone else but Marvel. <laughs> Everyone else, <Yeah>. exactly. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. So anyways, yeah, so um, if you want to hear more of my opinions on stuff, and why wouldn't you? Uh, I did a podcast called The Road to Infinity. It's on the almost impossible-to-find uh, p- podcast feed called Legible Scrawl Says Hi. Um, we did 20-some-odd <laughs> episodes of that. Uh, then we switched over and we did a bunch of uh, things, getting ready for uh, the new Doctor Who. So we did, uh, uh, my friend Rob and I did uh, a bunch of podcasts um watching rewatching. um Doctor Who, the since the reboot, um, all the way up to Jodie Whittaker's appearance. and then we did episodes about her. New episodes too, uh, and then we'll be getting ready to do some new stuff in the in the future. But uh, yeah, you can go back and listen those if you if you aren't tired enough of hearing me over these last five episodes.
0: This is a popular uh, subject to that Doctor Who. Our last yeah. set of guests uh, also have a show about Doctor Who. Yeah, that's so.
1: it's, it, yeah. one of my, uh, when we were talking about when we finished Doctor Who. We're we going to do his first suggestion was Star Trek, and I was like. Yeah, there's no Star Trek podcasts out there. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there's some things that are very very fallow.
0: That's like us with Marvel. Mm-hmm. One you know? of what of what of just a few. You got a hook though. <laughs> we got the we got the minute hook. Yeah, exactly. Oh my, yeah, it's a it's a crazy one.
1: Yeah, and but it's, it's fun. I, it yeah, I gotta fun. say, and it's and I, I as the the way we record it's like we're we're obviously you've only just started airing by the time we're recording this, so. By the time that they'll hear me, they've already got fifty some episodes behind them. So, like, I can't, I can't wreck your show, even with, with my yammering. <laughs> um, but I am a fan of this show, and I think what you're doing is great. Uh, oh, thank and you. And I'm, I'm happy you had, had me on. I hope, I hope I didn't uh, turn anyone away. Like, ugh, that guy. Don't worry. Uh, it, Next episode, somebody uh, was,
0: else will be <laughs> Well, it was a thrill having you on. I'm glad we got a chance to, to talk about Iron Man, uh, a whole week of it, and a lot of uh, great conversation about uh, Mark II in flight. It was mm-hmm. a really kind of a fantastic bit of Iron Man coming to life. So.
1: I had a, I had a blast, so thank you for having me on. I, I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm envious of the next people who are going to be on. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll have to make sure we get you back uh, on
0: the next one. It'll be interesting right, to Pete dig and into. We'll uh, have our reckoning. Well, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what uh, what you have to say about Incredible Hulk. <laughs> Should be fun. <laughs> oh, I've got opinions. <laughs> uh-huh well everybody that is it for today's show thank you so much for tuning in uh, make sure you subscribe to the show for free over at marvelmovieminute.com join us over in our discord chat room and follow us on facebook twitter and instagram at the next reel and if you like what we do and you want to support us and get some cool stuff become a patron over at patreon.com slash the next reel until next time true believers